football is back in full force as we are going to briefly recap preseason week one. And then we're still talking fantasy football. We got running backs and defenses coming up right now. Hello and welcome back to the Beerly Football Podcast. It's about football, but Beerly. I am your host, Zachary Smith. Join me, as always, is a very good friend who won't admit that I'm better at him than basketball. It's Trev Scott. How are we doing tonight? Ah, uh, man, I was hoping you weren't about to say me. But as we know, Kerry will admit to being the worst basketball player on this podcast. But um, Since when? Okay, maybe not. Maybe we're going to have to settle that one day. But um, before we can get into all that, let's talk about football. I'm doing pretty good, man. I'm excited to talk about running backs, which at one point was like the pinnacle of fantasy football is it still or have these receivers caught up and it's a it's a receiver fantasy sport now but we'll see we got running backs i'm doing good i'm doing good how you doing carrie so lovely one week closer to actual football one week closer to not having me watch kellen mond of a televised game you know doing better yeah he did not look yeah. great uh but before we get into talking about what happened in the preseason why don't we go ahead and tell the viewers at home what are we drinking tonight boys I'll go first. Um, I had this a couple weeks ago with a meal for the second time, and I saw it in a liquor store today. It's a, a Chang Lager, and it's from Thailand. It's a really good beer. I got a six-pack. I'll probably drink at least, like, two or three of them tonight, depending on how much you guys piss me off. But it's a great <laughs> beer. If you, can, if you can find it at a liquor store or anywhere that sells it, definitely grab it. Is it Thailand or Thailand? It's Thailand. Not Thailand? Like Thai? No. Now it's spelled wow. that way, but it's not pronounced yeah. that way. I'm learning so much. Right. I'm drinking a Great North Ale Works Tie Dye Dry Hop Pale Ale. That is about the longest name I've ever heard for beer. That is a long name. It tastes um, like just every other IPA I've ever had in my life. Not a little bit of a different flavor, but I don't. I don't really see the tie dye in this IPA. Mm. I don't really oh, the tie dye comes when you finish the can. Then things get really colorful. Yeah. I just, I just don't see the tie-dye in my taste buds right now. Drink about four of them and, and check back in. I will. Got you going, boys. All righty. I am uh, going back to heaven. Wild heaven, to be specific. Wild heaven beer. I'm having another emergency drinking beer right here. No alarm this time? Oh. We're, uh, I don't have an alarm ready. Sorry. Okay. It's okay. I have two of them left, so I'm going to finish those tonight. Uh, And uh, that being said, let's uh, go ahead and talk about the preseason. Uh, Got to see most of the rookies. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Got to see see the rookies play a little bit last week. Um, It was rough. Out of the quarterbacks, who do you think showed the most promise? What, Aiden O'Connell? I was – he, Aiden O'Connell proved that he's like probably one of the best solid QB threes in the NFL. QB two? No, is he? I don't know. All the rookies suck, dude. Uh, there was Richardson. one rookie. There was one rookie that Kerry really likes playing for the Patriots. Oh, uh, I, I, undrafted free agent. Uh, Kerry, so, talk about your man. You said uh, he should be the starter now. I'm so sick of Patriots like fans already. <laughs> After one game that Zappy was like, okay, everybody's like, we need to cut Zappy. Malik Cunningham's the future. 
Never any. Lee Cunningham had a great play and played well against a like third string defense. He looked impressive, and yeah, maybe he could be QB two one day. Definitely keep him on the roster, but let's uh, hold our expectations a little bit there. But hey, he looked impressive though. I'll give him that. I think in training camp he's been doing a bunch of different stuff for him, so I think he's been playing a little bit of wide receiver. Like, uh, yeah, if, if they could put him in like a Taysom Hill role, I'd love that. But yeah, I mean, I think they had him in like a Edelman role there. Uh, in training camp, at least. So, I yeah, I think he's been taking, he's been taking more snaps at quarterback. I think after his after pre-season. his performance, that makes sense. Um, we'll probably get to see him again this weekend. Um, and it's really nice to have guys like that on your roster. Like if you're ever going up against uh, a mobile quarterback, which is coming more and more common, throw that guy on the scout team. Have him pretend to be a, a Lamar, a Jalen Hurts, a Daniel Jones, whoever the mobile quarterback is you're about to face. But um, you see, I had to throw Daniel Jones in there too. But um, bro, Vanilla Vic. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, especially Kerry, you were just saying a lot of teams going to carry three quarterbacks now. Like, you know, Mac Jones, Bailey Zappi, and uh, what's his first name? Last name Cunningham. Malik. Malik. Malik Cunningham. And we, I mean, out of Louisville, what? same same school as Lamar. And Trace McSorley is not making the team. That guy sucks. No, Trace McSorley does not need to be in the NFL on anyone's roster past, like, August 26th every year. That should be, like, right. annual Trace McSorley day. Trevor, who's, uh, who's the best rookie that you saw? Uh, best or most promising? Best. It had to be O'Connell. It had to be the, the Raiders guy, man. Okay. Most most promising, though? I think they all throw. I liked what I saw from AR-15. I think they all threw interceptions except for Young. I know. That bailed me out, watching AR sail that ball and throw that pick, and then every single rookie quarterback threw a pick. I was like, whatever, man. We're good. See you next week. terrible. I think think, uh, I I saw this tweet from somebody. I can't remember who it was. Um, They didn't have their starting left tackle or right tackle playing at all that game. Um, and if you did watch, I think the, the pressure percentage on, on dropbacks was over 50% or around 50%. So, I mean, I wouldn't take too much away from that. But, yeah, he didn't look great. Oh, but, like, who did? Lev- Levis did okay, but then he threw an interception to lose the game at the end. Yeah. Bryce, Bryce Young had no hope. He was – that line was awful. Yeah. You know, like, when y'all watch him play, watch how he um, drops back. It says it, they, like, he drops back like a – recess quarterback in fifth grade or something. He just grabs the ball and just, like, takes one step back. He's so – he that, that bad, he's not lasting this full season. No way he's – Speaking of that, uh, doesn't have as much to do with rookies, but it almost does. Um, something we've been keeping an eye on, kind of a battle, ever since we had Ted on the show, the um, 49ers quarterback battle. Man, the O-line that Trey Lance has been playing with, that was terrible. That was and bad. it looks like they're – it looks like they're trying to shoo him out the door. There's definitely a faction See, over there in the 49ers yeah. fan camp definitely trying to get Trey Lance out of there. See, and a, a conspiracy theory that's been picking up online is, number one, offensive line play, absolutely god-awful when Trey Lance was under center uh, for them during that preseason game. Number two, there was zero called running, running plays for him. Zero mm-hmm. called quarterback runs for a guy that is – supposed to be the mobile quarterback and you're just gonna have him drop back behind a terrible o-line and and try and make plays while he's running for his life conspiracy he theory is there they don't want him there he was holding on to the ball too long though that's for sure uh, 
Another so, thing. Yeah, he was. He. I agree with that, Kerry. I, I mean, you saw it a couple times. He just was hesitant to pull the trigger. And but he's also rusty. He's rusty. He's in He's rusty, and honestly, probably lacking a lot of confidence because this was supposed to be his team going into last year. Didn't start hot. Got hurt, and then now. Mr. Irrelevant, Brock Purdy is a starting quarterback. Nothing's going to change that. Um, I think even if Trey Lance would have thrown for 300 yards in a preseason game, it wouldn't have mattered. Yeah, I mean, and that came out today about Kyle Shanahan that Purdy is the quarterback one and the only battle this for QB2, whether it's Darnold or Lance. Darnold That's looked good. Tough, bro. Darnold yeah. looked good. And honestly, honestly, history. if I'm San Francisco, I would try and offload this guy. Because he's taking up a roster spot. He doesn't fit your offense that you're trying to run with Brock Brock Purdy. Sam Darnold does fit that offense better. He's more of a Brock Purdy-style quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo. And I think uh, Sam Darnold also has a more polished arm um, to be able to throw from the pocket. So I I think offload him, try and get someone else in there um, as a third guy, but... Who's a team that would be interested in Trey Lance, though? Obviously, they tried to trade him this offseason, but... Minnesota. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. And then ship Kirk Cousins over. He knows John. That'd be a Kirk Cousins for Lance next year. I don't know. Cousins in their contract, but that'd be crazy. Yeah, it would have to be weird to be able to work out. But I would. I really want to see him get like a, like a real shot. I know he's like rusty and he's probably like jittery. Like he hasn't played in a while. Hasn't played successful ever in the NFL. But like, I want to see him sitting back there behind like the starting O line, like standing tall and like using that strong arm, but. You know, I'm not going to question Kyle, but I mean it's dual threat quarterbacks. They're taking over. Everybody's Was every this quarterback. Second preseason game, yeah, right. No, first. First well, preseason game. And they already announced the starter for week one. Yeah. That's tough. Good thing I'm not a Niners fan. Hey, well, Trevor, you did win one battle that also came out today. Anthony Richardson was named starting quarterback for the Colts Thank over God. me and Zach. I'm so excited to just watch. Just had to see Gardner Minshew play. I'm so excited to watch Anthony Richardson. Absolutely. Jim Jim Ursay might be the dumbest NFL owner ever. He's in a competition with Jerry yeah. Jones. When you get a guy like Anthony Richardson, AR-15, whatever you want to call him, he is absolutely a physical specimen. Okay? He's fast. He's got a huge arm. He He has the ability to do it all. But he's also probably the most unpolished quarterback in this draft. He wasn't good in college. I mean, Trevor didn't even meet that. He was not a good quarterback. You don't have to be a good quarterback in college to be a good quarterback in the pros. But okay. no, but if you weren't no, a good quarterback what, what I'm in saying college, is, what, you'd be starting right away. Yeah, this was a guy that if you're picking him, you are. It's a three-year project at least, and then he comes into the scene and he is top tier. But to get him started right away, to throw him in right to the Wolves. I know Indianapolis' schedule isn't that tough this season, but I, I feel like Anthony Richardson is going to have a hard time. I think he'll put up big numbers fantasy-wise, though. I'm not sure. I think he will. He's just going to have a – he's definitely going to lead the league. He's going to lead the league. In what? In turnovers? 100%. If he plays I don't every know. Game, Dak Prescott might have something to say about that. Hey, Rich is going to – He's having 20 picks, 15 I don't points. think so. You want to bet on it, Kerry? 20 I'll let picks. you set the line. That's a lot of interceptions, Kerry. Yeah, it is a lot. And I don't know I don't, I don't. know if he's getting last the whole year. 
I could do uh, a scenario where like a couple of games in, he's really struggling. Then they go to Minshew for a bit to get his confidence back and then go to Richardson to finish out the season. All right. Say like at least 14 games. How many picks would he throw? Actually, they play 17. So we should do, oh, we should do like, okay. Yeah. 14 games at least. How many picks will he throw? If he plays at least 14 games, I'll say 20 picks. Dude. Whoa, Jesus. 20, 20 and a half? Or 19 and a half? 19 and a half. Okay, deal. For over 14 games. Wow, that is a right. steep, steep price. Trevor's willing to pay it, or Kerry's willing to pay it. So 20, or 19 and a half, INT. And um, you have to let me... Uh, Shoot you in the face with something. <laughs> okay. What does Carrie get? Yeah. He's right. No, I mean like because I was gonna say like something to do with AR fifteen. I was like I don't know. That sounded weird. Shoot me with an AR fifteen. Um, <laughs> no, I'm not gonna shoot you with an AR fifteen. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of something good. Uh, Carrie has to buy an AR fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> How about one of us could just, like, we could slap the other one in the face. Okay. As hard as, hard as they can. Ooh. As hard as you want. Oh! Yeah. Slap bet! I love it. I love it. Okay. Um, we talked about this a little bit before the show. Justin Fields, impressive stat line. Carrie, was Justin Fields impressive in this preseason game? No. <laughs> hey, I will say... They've been saying for years he needs weapons, and DJ Moore, Khalil Herbert, I know Herbert's been there, but they're making plays now. If Justin Fields is going to take the next level, he's going to need the guys around him to step up. And they showed it. They they bailed him out of this game. I looked at the stat line, I'm like, three, 360 yards, two touchdowns? Jeez, Justin Fields is for real. And I look at the plays, and he throws it two yards. but Less than two yards, but. Yeah. Breakout, maybe. I did want to say. Neither of you are Kenny Pickett fans, but Kenny Pickett looked excellent his first out. He looked pretty good, yeah. But about Justin Fields, like, throwing in a couple yards and then, like, you know, he gets bailed out, receivers do all the work. Do you think that's a, like, common thing with a guy whose first name is Justin? (laughs) Or do you think that's just unrelated? Okay. I don't know. It could be a conspiracy about Justin's in the NFL, I guess. I might start working on that. I might do some math and some physics on that later. Okay. Some physics on that. Okay. Um, is there any – I know, Zach, you mentioned on Twitter, Dolphins, with two of his injuries last year, we were very surprised they didn't get a better backup quarterback. Yeah. And neither of them looked that good. They both looked awful. Mike White was able to Mike drive White? the ball down the field and throw picks consistently. So, I mean – I mean, at least he didn't. He didn't have Waddle or Hill, so that's one thing. I mean, but. that's true, but also you don't want to see guys make your second-string quarterback making those kinds of mistakes. Skylar Thompson is Skylar Thompson. We know what to expect out of him. He's at best a second-string quarterback. At worst, he should be out of the league. But I, I just, if Tua goes down this year, things are not looking good for the Dolphins. Um, I don't care if you have Hill and Waddle. If you don't have a guy to get him the ball, it doesn't really matter. And we've seen that on teams in the past uh, with, uh, for instance, like the Cowboys. They've had really good wide receiving cores in the past, and Dak's just been unable to get the ball to them at a consistent rate, and they struggle in the playoffs because of it. So, Owen, I forgot this earlier. Another rookie that did look good, Stetson Bennett. Did look good. Rain. He did look very good. 
He can fit that offense. We'll see if it happens, but and I think he should get a shot in the NFL. If he doesn't get a shot in the NFL, it's an injustice. I think he'd be perfect for that Niners system, honestly. He would be very good for the Niners system. I think he works on the Rams as well. Obviously, he seemed to work really well there, but All right, I got one more question about preseason for you guys. Week one, we saw a lot of starting quarterbacks play, whether it's Patrick Mahomes, Derek Carr, Russell Wilson played a lot. Trevor, Trevor Lawrence played. It was like, do you guys really think they should be playing, you know, starting quarterbacks? Week I one think it's okay for one or two drives. I probably wouldn't risk it beyond that. I think it was good. I think it was good for some teams and bad for some teams. I think it was horrible for the Broncos to put Russell Wilson out there and have him play like he did. Russell Wilson looked terrible again. And it's really starting to look like he's the Pete Carroll system quarterback. He's not a top 10 quarterback in the NFL like the Denver Broncos traded for him to be. And paid him to be. And paid him to be. But, uh, I mean, it looks rough right now. I don't think Denver's going very far this year. Um, He played poorly. Uh, On the other hand, some teams I think it's good especially when you get new weapons to to get your starting quarterback out there with your new weapon, have them run routes, you know, try and get the timing down in real game time speed. Although I've heard that most of the joint practices, actually the teams get more out of it than they do the preseason games. So it's neither here nor there. Also fight today in preseason practice. Oh, I didn't watch that video, but I saw it on Twitter. Who was it? Um, I think it was Niners and Ravens, right? I didn't see it. Oh, God. As long as they got my, my baby Lamar out of there. Got him not even close. <clears throat> Hold on. I need to... I know it was the Ravens because Justin Tucker was in the video. Dang, just... Justin Tucker was throwing hands? No, he was just on the sideline. Oh. We should do like the, the like, top five players you would. Oh, want it was fight. it was the Commanders and the Ravens. Sorry, I remember the red, but I had the wrong. Uh, Chase Young probably got hurt. Yellow. Sam Howell did look good too. Also, another guy. And I went perfect on my preseason bets this weekend. So follow us on Twitter, really best, see all our bets, and sign up with Price Picks. I'm gonna really see if I can go perfect this weekend, Carrie. Probably can't. I had the perfect bet. I told Trevor about it. He didn't listen to me. But sometimes you also tell me to go against you because you're so bad at it. So. Malik Willis and Will. Wait, yeah, Malik, Malik Willis, Willis looked it. okay. I kind of liked what I saw of Malik Willis. It's okay, but literally, both of them were playing the entire game, switching off. Their lines were like sixty yards and eighty yards. Two quarterbacks playing the whole game. Those are easy lines. Easily got me money. Trevor yeah. didn't listen to me. That's as always smart choice. Money can't buy happiness. I that is an that's an interesting uh, battle though between uh, Levis and Willis for QB. I thought I thought in this game I thought Willis played better than Levis overall. Um, but I could I think, see. Yeah, I, mean, I think Willis had a few more drives too. I think Levis only threw like ten passes in that game. Uh, but from what I saw, I think he yeah. just looked better, um, which is good because I'm a I'm a Leak Willis fan, so I hope he does well. Um. All righty. With that being said, let's go ahead and talk about fantasy football. Running backs. Ooh. 
Running backs. Do any of you guys have honorable mentions? Anything of the sort? Uh, I do. Trevor made like 50 on his list for no reason. Uh, no, 50? I was going to go for 50, and then I heard that you guys said 15, not 50, so I stopped at 30 um, again. But, um, yeah, I guess I'll just read off that excess just in case anybody want to write this down. You know, a lot of running backs get drafted in fantasy. At number 30, I got the second New England Patriot in top 30, Ezekiel Elliott. I think he'll score a lot, enough to get him in the 30. Makes sense. Uh, number 29, Khalil, the best Herbert in the NFL. Um, number 28, a guy who has a big opportunity to be way higher, but I just had him settled in at 28, Alexander Madison. Uh, 27, Javante Williams. Really? 26, Dalvin Cook. 25, J.K. Dobbins. 24, another guy with a big opportunity, Cam Akers. Number 23, Camara with a suspension. Number 22, Miles Sanders. I like his position there in Carolina. Number 21, James Conner. Number 20, Jonathan Taylor. I think he stays relatively healthy Ooh. this year. I'm just kind of, Adam wow. dropped on my list. I Winning. think he's the best of JT. Uh, number 19, Ramondre Stevenson. Number 18, Damian Pierce. Number 17, Rashad White. Number 16, Carrie, close your ears, Kenneth Walker. Is he even healthy? No. Um, while you mention that, the other two big uh, signings this past week, Dalvin Cook to the Jets, Zeke to the Patriots. What are you guys' thoughts on that? Uh, I feel bad for people that have already drafted and drafted Ramondre Stevenson. <laughs> That's what you get think, if you draft like early. That's what you get. I, honestly, I don't think it's going to be that big of a deal. Uh, I think Zeke, Zeke is going to get eighty-five percent of the goal line carries. Zeke, Zeke is going to have four Zeke weeks is, in the middle of the year where he's like a top five fantasy back, and then he's not going to play for the rest of the year. Zeke is going to be what Damian Harris was in New England, just a little bit better. Damian Harris scored a lot of touchdowns, and and Ramondre Stevenson was still a top ten running back with Damian Harris. There. Right. Yeah, I think having a both in the top thirty isn't. Crazy, but yeah. I think- oh, I'm glad. <laughs> Anyways, about Dalvin Cook, um, I really like it. I mean, he's a really, you know, he does his job. He's usually good for about at least like nine or ten games a year. There's always seems to be like some sort of little injury in there, but um, you know, he can catch passes. He's a lot faster than he looks. He's elusive. Um, just hopefully he's healthy and hopefully he's you know still that young electric running back. But uh, I got him settled in at 26 because I had him a lot higher, but um. You know, just with Brees Hall being healthy, Brees Hall is a much more, uh, not complete, but dual threat back. He's a lot better receiver. I think he had almost as many receiving yards as Dalvin Cook did last year. But um, And Brees Hall only played like two games. But um, I think that'll check out with, with uh, Aaron Rodgers pretty well. And uh, I guess we will see where I got Brees Hall in my top 15. But um, I like the Dalvin thing. And the last thing on the Jets running back subject, I saw something in Kerry. What do you think about this? It was like uh, all the people, since you got to play the Jets twice, it was like, uh, if anything, you know, Dalvin Cook is taking away carries from a young star, Brees Hall. Is that a good thing, or is it not good if you're taking oh, away good. carries and giving them to another Brees, elite back? Brees Hall's coming off an ACL. He needs to, you know, take his time, yeah. get back. Especially with running backs and injuries, he should not – they should not be out there getting 20 carries a game if they, you know – Use 50-50 there. It's going to be better for him long-term. I think it was a one-year deal for Cook, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they split this year, and then Brees Hall next year, he's your go-to guy. 
But did anyone say Dolphins missed out on both Cook? I want to say maybe we see Kareem Hunter or Fournette going there. But I do think the, Dolphins, I think the Dolphins need a running back. I don't think JT gets traded. Wait. No, they're not going to trade him. They're Why do they need a running back, run. though? They're always linked to Cook. They're running back. It's a mid-off for their running back. One. They can running back by committee like twenty five carries out of that, and then I think they, they use like, a, like dump off. I think they could use a better receiving back. That's why they want to cook. But I think Fournette's a better fit there. Who's their RB one? It's Akane, Jeff Wilson, and Mostert. So it's like a three way. None of them are that. Like the Niners, like four yeah. years ago. Yeah. 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 Which is, it's not. Did they have Mostert too, like a year or two ago? Who? The Dolphins. Mostert's on the Dolphins. Oh, you just read his name? Yeah. <laughs> and Jeff Wilson? Yeah. <laughs> Who am I thinking of? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think too. His but. beer is strong, fellas. Um, I got a couple honorable mentions. Um, Rashad Penny, Philly, I love. Cool. I, I think he's going to get more action than Swift, but kind of hesitant to put him top 15 with all the Philly running backs. Um, I like James Cook in Buffalo. Brought in Damian Harris, but James Cook's going to be the guy. I'm hoping this is his breakout year. Um, I just mentioned Dolphins. Devin Akane, he's very fast. He didn't have a great uh, preseason game. I think he had like 10 carries for 20 yards. But he's got a lot of potential. Dolphins fans love him, and he could definitely be that breakout running back there. And last one, Donta Foreman. Bears run the ball well. Justin Fields runs a lot. It's going to be a lot of goal line carries, but I think Donta Freeman's still going to be a quality back there. Zach, any sleepies? Uh, I got a, I got one, uh, I got one guy. I got a couple of guys. So number one, if you can get Alvin Kamara late, get him. He looked good in preseason and I have a feeling that they're going to use him a lot this year with Carr behind center. Um, so I really like Alvin Kamara late in the draft. Um, is he going to go that late? I mean, three games, not like, no, I don't think he'll drop that far. But I think he will drop because he will have that suspension. Yeah. Um, but I, I, that's the reason I don't have him in my top 15. Um, I think he's going to be very, very good um, late season especially. Uh, another guy that I have just outside my top 15, Jameer Gibbs in Detroit. Uh, I just – I don't know. I don't, I don't think – there's a lot of hype around Jameer Gibbs. He's a great running back, but I think they, they're going to be committed – community backfield they have david montgomery there who's more of a more of a bell cow jameer gibbs a better receiving back so we'll see how that all plays out but i i don't have jameer gibbs in my top 15 for that reason another guy i don't have in my top 15 uh alexander madison i'm just not sure about what he's gonna look like as an rb1 um he's been the number two to Ooh, dalvin cook is Almost his entire career, so not really sure what to expect there. And uh, DeAndre Swift in Philly, uh, I think he's going to be bad in fantasy this year. I would not pick him. Yeah, I agree. I don't, I'm not buying high on Swift. Yeah. Yeah, me neither. That's going to be committee. Uh, we'll see. Who wants to start? And we're doing three again. I think they like Yeah, week. we'll do three. Um, I'll go ahead and start. At number 15, I have a guy who I think is going to be very good for this team this year. 
There are more of a committee backfield, but I think you're going to see this guy take a bigger role this year. Jake Funk. On a very good team that I do think will win their division. Uh, I'm going to go with James Cook at 15. That's a little high. But I feel uh, like you always never liked James Cook. That's why I'm kind of confused. Uh, I think he's a good receiving back um, in an offense that likes to put the ball in Josh Allen's hands. If they can find a way to get him the ball in open space, I think he's going to do very, very good, especially in PPR leagues. Um, I also think he's the best back in Buffalo, and when you're the best back on a team that's contending for a division. No, no, he's not. Huh? Do you know who the best back in Buffalo is? It's Josh Allen. True. <laughs> but that's James, the reason why James, James, was... James Cook is the best running back on the depth chart. <laughs> sure. So I have him at 15. I'll take that. Uh, at 14, I have another bit of a surprise. Kerry's going to hate this one. Close your ears. I have Najee Harris at 15, At 14. Um, I had him very high last year, I remember. Yeah, you did, and you hated yourself for it. I did. Um, this is a team that is no longer super, super run dependent. So I'm hoping what that'll do is create gaps for him in the run game, make get defenses to back off. Kenny Pickett did look good in the preseason. Um, their wide receiver core is okay. So I'm hoping that he gets a, a few more um, unloaded boxes to run against this season. And then at 13, uh, out of Arizona, I have James Conner. They got to give the ball to somebody in that offense, and they don't have a quarterback. So 13, James Conner. That offense is just so bad. It yep. scares me, man. Bad offenses? I don't know. Battle lines? I don't know. If not me, I'm avoiding that. Yeah, I, I get it. But, I mean, someone's got to touch yeah. the ball. True. And they don't have a quarterback. <laughs> also true. All right. I'll do my three. Trevor, 15, this is for you. You didn't have him in there, but I had to. Rashad White at 15. Like Zach just kind of said with Arizona, it's going to be not a great Tampa offense. Baker's going to throw the ball to running backs a lot, and Rashad White's a very good receiving back, and I think he's going to do well as their RB1. Um, I buy low on him. He's not going to go that high in your drafts, but he's a guy that could get plenty of touches in a mediocre offense. So I'm thinking Rashad White at 15. Uh, 14. Somebody just left them right off their list, but Jameer Gibbs. I know they signed David Montgomery in Detroit. This offense is going to score a lot of points. He's our guy. They drafted him very high. And True. Gibbs, I thought about putting him over Bashan Robinson, and I don't know. I might actually, but for now, he's a little bit behind. But 14, Jameer Gibbs. Rounding it out, 13, Ramondre Stevenson. He finished a top 10 back last year. I know. With Amy Harris there. I had him a few spots higher with Zeke coming in 10. Before Zeke, Zeke's going to get goal line carries. He's going to get more touchdowns. But Ramondre does enough in the passing game with how bad this offense is. Ramondre's going to get four or five catches a game, <laughs> helping you in PPR, and he's going to get a lot of yards. So Ramondre, maybe the touchdowns aren't going to be there, but Ramondre still still taking him high. All right. Um, yeah, Kerry with Rashad White. I just had him left off. Had him at seventeen, but. It reminded me when we had that Bucks guest on, he said they were going to try and use him in an Alvin Kamara role. So if that's really the case, that should be really interesting to see. I think he's wearing the jersey number one this year too, which is 
you know, maybe that's a big deal. He was 29 last year. But um, at number 15, I don't want Carrie to be here for this. I wanted some reactions. But uh, number 15, a good season, but I don't want to put too damn Carrie. I'm tired. Too much uh, pressure on this guy uh, coming out as a rookie. As I'm tired. I need to wake myself up. I can tell you're a little tired. I think we're all a little tired, man. But yeah, got a tequila. Wake you up. I woke up at 5 a.m. this morning. Bro, drinking brown tequila is oh, it's gross. Great. It's brave. Um, number going? 15. I'll go with Beyond Robinson. Um, okay. Just a good year for a fantasy running back. A, a, a top 15 finish for a rookie is excellent. They got a good backfield there. Tyler Allen here. Uh, Cordell Patterson, you know, hopefully we'll see him a little more in the passing game this year. Desmond Ritter's going to need it. Compliment Kyle Pitts. Compliment Drake London. Guys like that. Um, but, yeah, I got Beyond Robinson at number 15. Number 14, um, big bounce back year. Like I talked about him earlier. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I've been listening to the media on him, which has got me more hyped. But the amount of Deshaun Robinson hype in the fantasy football community has been insane. Yeah. Like, I've seen people have him, like, top three, top five fantasy running back. This yeah, year. I just don't think there's a chance of that. Um, Algier, maybe there would be a chance if he Algier, was in, like – you have Algier as a pass catcher, right? Patterson, I heard, pass catcher. I did hear Patterson might not make the team. That's Whoa. wild to me. He was their best offensive player last year. Because it would save them, a, I think, a decent amount of money if they cut him. That makes is the only reason why. I mean, that's getting rid of like a three-headed dragon in the backfield. Everyone stays fresh. You don't have to worry about injuries. He was that's, the, why, that's why I don't love Robinson. That's a committee, I still think. Yeah, even with Patterson gone, it's still committee. Algier played very well last year. In fact, a lot of Falcons fans, because I'm in Falcons country right now, a lot of Falcons fans were really upset with the B. John Robinson pick. Because it's like, we have Cordero Patterson and Tyler Algier, who both played well last year. Why are we picking a running back in the first round? Yeah, eighth overall was kind of, you know. Also, is there a true thing as a Falcons fan? I feel like everybody in Georgia just cares about Georgia football. Nobody nobody cares about the Falcons. Falcons No, I have a cousin. I I talk to him every day. It's Bulldogs or bust. That's also true, but it is there are Falcons fans. I heard Falcons fans are, like, really quiet, but, like, once the team is good, they're, like, so loud and, like, so, like, everybody has a Falcons hat on. Like, they take the jersey out of the back of the closet. Like, but anyway, number 14, catching a lot of passes, doing it on the ground and in the air. Who to better do it with than Aaron Rodgers? I got Brees Hall at number 14. And at number 13, a guy who took a contract cut because he said he really wants to go all in this year. Uh, The numbers might take a little drop, but still – a solid year, just like every year for my number 13. Let's go Mixon. Okay. So 13 Mixon, 14 Brees Hall, 15 Beyond Robinson. So you don't think the, uh, the addition of Dalvin Cook's going to hurt Brees Hall's numbers that much? No, I do. Well, now, because I think he's going to catch a lot of passes, like a lot more than people think he is. Okay. And, uh, you know, um, I assumed we were doing PPR. But, yeah. uh, I mean, if Dalvin Cook wasn't there and it was just, you know, Michael Carter or whoever the RB2 is – is he gonna uh, be involved? In I'd have him top ten. But what, Kerry? Michael Carter be involved in the backfield at all? Is just gonna be a duo? Uh, it'd probably be a trio. I'd be shocked if it was Please. just two, especially with one guy coming off of a bad injury 
and the other guy being a guy that has been riddled with injuries his entire NFL career, I'd be shocked if they didn't go committee with three backs, which is why I left Brees Hall off my list. I do like your Mixon one, though. I don't have Mixon in my top 15, but he had a down year last year. I do think he could bounce back. And yeah. P. Ryan's gone, who was stealing his touchers, too. So yeah, this is a good by-low candidate. Where is P. Ryan? Minnesota? Denver. Denver. That's right. Alrighty, so it's time for 12 through 10. Gary, I hope you don't have Javante Williams on your top freaking six again. But I don't I think, I, I don't even know if he's going to be ready for week one. I think he's going to be back for preseason, they said, but I don't even think Javante Williams is in my top 30. I think Piran's going to get more touches. Right. Especially as a pass catcher. Piran's going to get pass catcher. At number 12. I have Joe Mixon. I think he's set for a comeback year. I think he's going to do very well. Uh, this offense, I think it would help this offense to have a solid running game. And I think, I hope that they put that into the game plan this year if they want to have uh, a lot of success this season. Because I think that's one of the things that they were missing last year was a solid run game. Um so I have Joe Mixon on a ba- bounce back year. And then at number 11, I have Aaron Jones for the Green Bay Packers. Uh, very, very good running back who can catch a ball. And Jordan Love going to be making a lot of short throws. You imagine some of those are probably going to go to one of their best playmakers on the field, Aaron Jones, who's been very, very good for a very, very long time. So I think he's going to have a good year. He's at number 11. And then at number 10, I have the steal of your fantasy draft. I'm going to tell you guys this right now. Jake Holy Funk. Herbert. Jake Funk. No, the steal of your fantasy draft is Ryan Rashad White at number 10. Okay. Rashad White, fantastic pass catching back. Fantastic. Honestly, probably one of the most underrated pass-catching backs in the league. He's sitting behind old man Leonard Fournette. They're throwing screen passes to Fournette, who probably at this point in his career runs a 5-3-40 time. Um, Andy still wears the same pads he wore at LSU for some reason. Yeah, that's a very strange thing. Um, mm-hmm. Also, very good at running the ball. He can run it up the middle. He can run it to the outside. He's fast. He's quick. He's agile. I think that Rashad White top 10 is not that crazy. And I think it's very, very much in the cards. That's why I have him so high on this list is because I think that Rashad White is finally going to get his chance as RB1 for the Bucks, and it's going to look really, really good for him. The Bucks are still going to stink, but he's going to have a good year. <laughs> me Baker to not screw it up, man. Now that I'm going to screw it up. Now that I'm thinking of that. I'm going back to last year, and I'm looking at the numbers for a certain running back for the Panthers when Baker was starting. Christian McCaffrey did not do much of anything in the receiving game when he had Baker last year. And that is Christian McCaffrey. He only had eight catches for 50 yards his first three games with Baker's quarterback. He had one, he had one game with 80 yards, but besides that, he was not really a threat as receiver with Baker. So that's... Kind of just maybe a little hesitant. I still love Rashad White. I still love Rashad White, but 
I think he might. I think he's honestly the biggest buy low candidate in this draft. Um, better because he's going to go. I could see him falling to the fifth or sixth round in some drafts. And Baker, I got him late. We did a mock, and I got him. uh, Well, not late, but later than I thought I would have got him. Yeah. So I just think people are forgetting about the Bucks that are even a. People are forgetting they're even a football team right now. Rashad White is a, a really good secret right now. Yeah. Like, uh, now, I don't know if this is a secret anymore, but Zach Chabernet, or however you pronounce it, I think he could also be a big breakout this year. Walker, we don't know how healthy it is. Chabernet could still end up being the RB1 with Walker healthy. Yeah. He's another guy to buy a low on. All righty, that's 12 through 10 for me. Kerry, tell us 12 through 10. Who you got? Honestly, my 12 through 10, I just don't know where to put them, so I put them here. They're all kind of question marks to me. At 12, I got Bajan Robinson. He's tons of talent, but I don't like that backfield situation. Yeah. I think he's going to get a lot of catches. I think he's going to put up yards. But just the fact that Patterson's there, Algier's there, I don't know where to put him. But people are putting him too high right now. I got him at 12. Uh, 11, I just kind of stuck him there because I don't know what to do with him. Jonathan Taylor, we don't know if he's going to play, if he's going to get traded. So I'll just be hesitant on that. I'm going to probably avoid him in my draft for now. Yeah. But obviously, it's Jonathan Taylor. If he's healthy, he's up there. But um, running out 10, I got Josh Jacobs. A little bit low. Everybody loves Josh Jacobs. He's been very inconsistent in his career. Was great last year. But, you know, Jimmy G's in town. We'll see what happens. I think Josh Jacobs isn't going to be as dominant now. And, you know, 10's not a bad number, but... I'd avoid him a little bit. No. Mm-hmm. Okay. Trevi, where do you go? Um, so uh, my number 12, a guy that I've raved about probably almost every week for the past two or three months, bi-weekly when we were bi-weekly. But you guys know how much I love Jameer Gibbs, so I got him in at number 12. Okay. Um, I don't hate that. Do I mean, he was one of my first guys off, so I'm not upset yeah. about that. I just think, like, the only thing holding him back is that he's a rookie and we haven't seen anything yet. But I really think he's one of the most, like, pure football players just that I can think of. Like, just get the ball in his hands, no matter if you got to hand it to him, toss it to him, uh, screen, whatever. Uh, just get the ball in his hands, let him cook. He's a great football player. Uh, number 11, Aaron Jones. And I'm really interested to see what we see out of Jordan Love. But um, I think if Aaron Jones can succeed, Jordan Love can kind of – you know, get some momentum, get some, you know, good stuff rolling off of that. So yeah. I think this offense is really going to start with Aaron Jones. I think the defense should be fine. But um, if anything's going to happen with the offense, it's really going to have to start with Aaron Jones, even if he's not going to be the focal point all year. And then at number tw- 10, I would have put him higher. But, you know, when you're talking about these top-tier running backs, these top-10 running backs, pretty much all of them, you got to at least consider the injury potential. And... um he fell to 10 just because of injury, but I think he'll have a solid year, even if he doesn't play the whole year. And that's Saquon Barkley at number 10. Okay. A quad. All righty. Real quick, before we move any further, um, I, I need to revise my list already. <laughs> you forgot so, about somebody? Yeah, I forgot about somebody. It's not that I forgot about them. I just didn't know where to put them, and then I ended up forgetting about them by the time I was at my top 15. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, I see him any, anywhere from 10 to 13. So I'm not going to say him 
but he's anywhere from 10 to 13. Okay. Um, but I, I didn't know where to put him. I I was like, ah, is he top 10? Is he not top 10? I, I said, I decided on not top 10. And then by the time I got to that point, I was, uh, I had not, ha- I didn't write his name down. So I don't have it Here's on my like list, but he is, he is a top 15 running back in fantasy. Here's the question though. If he doesn't play with the Colts, who's getting in that backfield? One of the white boys? Jake Funk? Jake Funk! Evan Holtz supposedly been pretty good. Rookie. Take one of your white running backs. It's 2023. We're inclusive. White running backs can play. Deion Jackson's there too, but that's not a great backfield if JT doesn't play. Agreed. I do also, they, they're going to need a good backfield. I do also want to say... Every year I do this. Every year, and I just don't like Aaron Jones. I don't know why in fantasy. I never have him high, and he always he always is well. I just I don't know. I don't like him, and I never do. <laughs> Nothing against you, Aaron Jones. I just could never draft you, and I never put you high. But I know you're always like 12, 10, wherever. But I can't do it. I'm sorry. Are right, we I going? Like we're going nine to nine to eight, and then uh, or not nine to eight. Gosh, the, nine no, to we seven. Do nine to six, and then we can do our top five. Okay, nine to six. So starting out at number nine, he has been way overhyped this year in fantasy. I still think he's going to have a very good year, and I think he will get every single goal line touch, and that's Bijan Robinson out of Atlanta. Um, I don't disagree with you guys putting him where you did. I think he's definitely way overhyped. I mean, again, like you guys said on some of the lists that I was what, was seeing as I was you know going through all the running backs. Um, I mean, some people had him top three, top four, and I just don't think there's a shot of that happening. So mm-hmm. I have Bijan Robinson there at number nine. At number eight, I got a guy who had an incredible year last year. I think he'll have another incredible year this year with Jimmy G at quarterback. I have Josh Jacobs. Um, Jimmy G's got a history of having really good running backs. So <laughs> to mm-hmm. carry his mediocre ass through the playoffs and then lose Super Bowls because he throws last-minute interceptions. But that's neither here nor there. Um, I have Josh Jacobs at eight. I think he's going to have a good year. Um, I don't think he's going to have... I don't think he's going to repeat what he did last year. I don't think he's going to be the leading rusher in the NFL. But he's going to be very good. Um, at seven, I got a guy who, like... Alexander Madison is his first time really being QB or not QB RB one. And that's Tony Pollard in Dallas. I think he's gonna be very good. You got him where? At number seven. Okay. Uh, I think he's gonna be very good. He is a decent cat pass catching back. He's very fast. He's shifty. Um, I think he's going to be doing just fine. He's also probably going to get a majority of the carries there. So that is where I have, Tony Pollard at number six. Number six, I have a guy who's an incredible pass catching back, has great chemistry with his quarterback, and can run the football. They with the addition of a new rookie running back, might throw some issues with him getting the amount of carries that he probably would otherwise. But I think being the primary pass catching back is going to help him out a lot. That's Travis Etienne out of Jacksonville. I think he's going to be very, very good this year, um, especially in PPR leagues. He's a threat. Wow. Was that all the way to six? That was six. 
right, Carrie, let's right. hear what you got. Number nine, Saquon Barkley. Yes, he's playing on – is he playing the tag or something else? But a one-year deal. One-year deal. It's he not a tag, but it's basically a tag, though. He great year last year. I think a bit of good numbers this year, but it's – I don't know. Saquon, I'm always hesitant about injuries, but he's good. He's Saquon, and, yeah, I like him. All right, here's where little Carrie starts to bring out his little uh, surprise picks, as usual. Number eight, I don't think he, both of you had him a lot lower. I got Damian Pierce from Houston. Wow. Curtis UF boy. He was that great was last season. Uh, once he got injured, season went downhill. That line isn't great. They got a rookie quarterback, most likely C.J. Stroud. They're going to run the ball a lot. Damian Pierce looked very good last year. Um, the only real slack on him is he's not too involved in the passing game. But he's, he's going to have 20, 25 touches a game with how bad this offense is. No receivers on this team. No tight ends. He's going to get a ton of carries. Bro, no Nico, no Nico Collins disrespect on this podcast. I had to. Tank Dell, who everybody loved in the preseason. But I like Damian Pierce. He was good for me last year, and I'm taking him high. Okay. Another guy, number seven, who both of you had a lot lower, and I have no reason why, and – who everybody seems to slander for no reason is Alexander Madison. Alexander Madison, when Dalvin Cook was out, and we all know Dalvin Cook's missed a lot of games in the past, he's put up just as good, if not better, numbers as Dalvin Cook as an RB1. Alexander Madison's going to be huge in that offense. He's going to get a ton of touches, and he's going to put up big numbers. I don't know. Everybody's just doubting him for no reason, and he's shown he can do it when he stepped in for a few weeks before. Obviously, a whole season is a different thing. Yeah. But he can – He's going to put up big numbers. He's going to be involved in passing games. He's going to get a lot of runs. He's going to get goal line carries. I love Madison there. Number six, I had him very high last year, and it did not pan out. Najee Harris. I think the Steelers, I heard they're only carrying two running backs this season, him and Jalen Warren. That's ballsy. Yeah, I don't know if that will happen, but we'll see. Um, Harris is going to get a ton of touches. He gets a lot of ca- – last year he was only relevant because of his you know receiving numbers. Yeah. Um, he was an awful – Goal line yards for attempts, but I'm um, thinking he's going to bounce back this year. Steelers' line has got been improved, and you know it's an offense that is young and taking a step forward. I think Najee's going to maybe not be a top five back, but he's going to be in that top ten conversation at least. There's my nine through six. Okay, okay. Uh, well, where you left off is where I'll pick it up. I got Najee Harris at number nine. I think he'll have a a better year than like you said we saw last year with the yards being kind of low, the yards per attempt. Um, Kenny Pickett wasn't a super, you know, give me time and I'm going to burn you quarterback. So, and I'm not expecting him to be that this year either, but I think Najee will settle into the role that's much more consistent, have much more yards of carry, touchdown. Like you said, Gary, he's a great pass catcher, and that's what really kept him relevant in fantasy last year. Um, I think he'll be able to combine the two together this year and turn in a top 10 performance. I got him at number nine. Zach, another great football player. Just get the ball in his hands. Love this guy. Number eight, Travis Etienne. I wish I could have put him higher, but it's just both of these guys. I wish I could have put them higher, but I just I love all the people in front of them. Number seven, this brother is going to win you leagues. Carrie, close your ears. The DeAndre Swift show is oh back in the top seven, <laughs> and I'm doing this every year. Yeah. Is the spot him running behind that offensive line? Is I'm, be Trevor, we got to make a better line. 
it's going to be borderline terrorism. Everyone at Betty, can line. I get in on this bet? Because I don't think there's a shot. He Trevor, if he's top, top if he's top ten, you could slap me five times. Right. Top ten, top ten fantasy running back. I'm not doing that. Didn't you just have him at like seven? Yeah, I got him at seven. So top ten is top. But there's a lot of things that can go wrong out of my control. You know. You missed on how I'll give you top fifteen for five slaps. That's how little faith I have in DeAndre Swift. How little do you have faith in him though? That he's like, not. Would a you even go top twenty or no? I consider it. Let's do I top mean, eight. You know what, Trevor? Here's the thing: you have him in the top seven, but you won't even take top fifteen. That's the crazy. I'm a businessman. I'm a businessman. I'm not trying to get slapped in the face. <laughs> would you do eighteen or seventeen? I'll do 18. Top 18 fantasy back. Five I don't slot. want that action. But Okay. And, Carrie, I get to slap you with whatever body part that I want to. No. <laughs> Five slaps. And number six, shout out to Jackson Clark. Shout out to Gab Gowdy. Shout out to Johnny Manziel. Shout out to LeBron. Shout out to Cleveland. Nick Chubb at number six. If only he could catch better, man. He would be the, the package. Sure. But he is a great running back running behind a great line. He's going to get those yards. He's going to get those touchdowns. He's going to run your favorite linebacker over. But, um, no, yeah. Kun cannot be run over. He'll still and, get the tackle, but, but he'll run over. Kareem Hunt is gone. Is that going to open up even more for Chubb? Or? I mean, it's top six, bro. You can't be two, you know. No, but still, I mean, the had Kareem Hunt, who was a, I don't know, top 20, top 25 option. Yeah. Well, I don't know. This is my list, bro. I don't know. Yeah, you don't know much, so. I know ball. <laughs> you do know Are ball. Going one by one or two by two with the top five? One by one. This is America. All right. All right. Exactly. At, at number five, I don't think – I think this is the beginning of the end. I think – that the walls are coming down. I know who you're going to say. I think the walls are coming down, and I think I think we're about to see a change of powers. I don't. Uh, I don't think. I, I don't think King Henry's going to be top three this year. I have oh. Derrick Henry at, at five. That's not mm. what I thought you were going to say. No one knows about that though. I don't hate that. Another guy who just, man, if he could catch the ball better, like, they would be such a – just different. But, like, I mean, Honestly, if you can't catch the fa- ball – It wouldn't be fair if Derrick Henry could catch the football, though. Same but, thing with Chubb, too. You yeah. Know, like, either of these guys. I, the, line out, the line for Derrick Henry uh, receiving touchdown is .5 on prize picks, if you want to take that. That is insane, bro. That might be worth it. 0.5 receiving uh, touchdown. One screen pass for TD is all you need. Right, you don't think you have, like, a two-yard line. They do like a push. I think pass Chubb, Derrick Henry. It might have been Chubb too. That was also like point. Yeah, both of them. It was three. There was three running backs. I think Miles, like Miles. I think Miles Sanders. Yeah, was the other one that was like yeah. point five. Miles Sanders hasn't had a receiving touchdown in like three years, which really. <laughs> me. That is. I would not have thought that because he's a decent receiving back. He's not great, yeah, he but he's decent. But odd there. All right. Did you say a five? Yeah. Did you? Zach said Henry, right? Yeah. All right, I'm going to agree with Zach. Derrick Henry, 
The okay. Titans line is not that good. He doesn't do much. Game, but still Derrick Henry. I think having DeAndre Hopkins there is going to help the passing game and not – hopefully with him and Burks not focus as much on the running game, which should open things up a bit more. But it's Derrick Henry. He's still going – still going to be top five at least. Trevor? Uh, we were very, very close to all having the same one at number five. But my number five is going to be last year's big story, last year's new kid on the block-ish. But I think um, – is his name Josh Jacobs? Yeah. Josh, yeah. What else would it be? Jeremy I, I Jacobs? Just, I'll just Jacob Morris Jacobs? Josh Jacobs? Yeah, but like Jacob, yeah, Josh Jacobs, uh, you know, a top five year. I know a lot of people are expecting him to fall off, including Kerry. Kerry's a hater. Don't be a hater. Ten, so it's not like that's a huge fall. Appreciate Josh Jacobs while he's still can, man. Top five. He's not that good. I mean, he's good. Top five. <laughs> if you're a top five fantasy running back, you got to be pretty good. But... I mean, but it's, he's not top tier, but he's top five. Okay. All righty. At number four, I have a guy that uh, I think is going to have a very good year um, because he's a very good running back, very good pass catcher, very good runner of the ball, very good in open space. He can make guys miss. A lot higher than you guys had him, I think, both of you. I have Saquon Barkley at number four. Wow. Wow. One of these big running backs has got to, like, stay healthy, though, and have a huge year. So yeah. Maybe it'll be Saquon. I feel like last year they were pretty healthy for the most part. As, as like we go back and think about it, like yeah. they're kind of missing time, but like for the most part, all the big guys were healthy last year. True, mm-hmm. which is a rarity. True, rare health. Who you got, Kerry? Number four, I got Nick Chubb. Zach and a little lower. I give him a little higher than Derrick Henry. I'm um, just that Hunt's gone. I think it's. He's going to get all the touches. Demetric Felton, whoever's behind him, is not going to take much away. Um, he's reliable. Chubb is – I feel like Chubb is probably the safest guy you know is not going to get hurt as a running back. And now that I say that, he'll have a torn ACL in week three. But <laughs> if he doesn't, Nick Chubb, great buy. He's not going to get catches, but, you know, he's going to get you the yards. He's going to get you the touchdowns, and mm-hmm. I like him there. Yeah. Twebby. Number four. Yes. You guys had him at five. I got him at four. It's my boy, Derrick Henry. Dominant. And he, he had his – the last time he had a great year was when they had, like, a, a bona fide number one and they had A.J. Brown. So, you know, if Hopkins can be a shade of that, I think Derrick Henry can be a shade of what Derrick Henry was and have a top four year, run over 100 people, I, score 15 times. The line was like also a lot better when A.J. Brown was there. But – Traylon Burks, I think we all we all like. And when they had A.J. Brown, they really didn't have a great wide receiver, too. So the fact that they have Hopkins and Burks now is at least... I'm not going to sit here and gas up Traylon Burks. No, but, like, I think Nick Westbrook-Bikini or some other crappy guy was their wide receiver, too, back then. And it's so. still... I mean, it's Ryan Tannehill. They're not going to be airing it out by any means. Yeah. Let the man throw, bro. Didn't he have, like, 35 touchdowns one year? Yeah. Yeah, play action passing, man. <laughs> play action passing. He, he saved his career in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. You know. He's not a, what, 10 years now? He's been in the NFL like 15 years now. 
Really? No way. Dude, no, it's crazy. If you go through quarterback ages now, like Dak Prescott's like the fifth oldest starting quarterback in the NFL right now. Jesus Christ. I remember, <laughs> it's when, like he, I remember when he was drafted. That makes me feel old, Kerry. It's – I what was the age? But like Ryan's, Ryan Tannehill is I think like the second or third oldest. He yeah, Rodgers is the oldest, right? Right, yeah, it's not even close. I think the next one is like Rogers, like thirty-seven. I think like cousins. How old is Jimmy? Old yeah, Jimmy. Cousins. cousins like thirty-four. I think Jimmy G's Tannehill's thirty-five. Mm. Wow. Jimmy Garoppolo is Goff is younger than you think. I think Goff is like twenty-seven or twenty-eight. Yeah, he's the same age as Mahomes. I think Garoppolo is only thirty-one, so he's not that old either. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's old. All right, Zach, three. At three, uh, who did you have lower? Uh, it's Nick Chubb at number three, safest pick <laughs> this year in fantasy. Uh, Nick Chubb is gonna do Nick Chubb things. He's gonna run the ball well. Probably catch three passes all year for a total of seven or eight yards. Uh, but he's gonna run hard and score a touchdown. So. Nick Chubb at number three, I don't think is crazy. I he is my favorite running back in the NFL. Um, I think he's the safe, he's the safest option. Absolutely the safest option. But I feel like you could, depending on like how many teams are in your league, you'd probably get him like round three, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Two. Number three, I both of you are definitely gonna have him higher. Trevor thinks he carries a certain quarterback. I got Austin Eckler at three. Great receiving back. Not as great a runner. I think the Chargers are going to air it out this year. I think Eckler is going to be less involved and get less touchdowns this year as they let Justin Herbert throw, finally. But obviously, it's Austin Eckler. He's going to do well. He's three for me. Uh, Number three is where it gets interesting. I got Christian McCaffrey. Ooh. Ooh. There's some potential. There's obvious potential for one there. Uh, yeah. If he's healthy, he should be number one. <laughs> you know, seems like all running backs miss time. Yeah. I feel like me and Trevor might have a very, like, big surprise in our top two that we both agree on, but we'll wait and see if that happens. I'm okay. kind of shocked. It's, it's sounding I'm like it's going to happen. Because I know the names that you haven't said, and I'm like, really? But I think me and Trevor have something similar going on today. I think I you think do, it- too, and I don't like it. I think it's I think it's wild. That's a wild take, guys. At number two, I have Christian McCaffrey. Who? A uh, very very good running back. I just uh, it's PPR. That's true. And he's a great pass catching back. I obviously number one potential, just like Trevor said, um, on an offense that knows how to use him with a good O line. Great weapons all around him to take the pressure off of just him, unlike he had in Carolina. So he's not getting 40 touches a game, and and last year didn't get hurt. So hopefully that continues this year. I think there's definitely number one potential with Christian McCaffrey, but he is not my number one pick. All right, number two. My boy, I loved him last year. I think he finished maybe eight or nine last year. The Ewok is gone. It is his backfield. Tony Pollard, number two. He is the Cowboys' backfield. Kellen Moore is gone. They're going to run the ball this year. 
Tony Pollard is a beast. He might be the most underrated running back in the game. He's going to go off this year. I might take him in the first round if I can get him. I love Tony Pollard this year. Deuce Midget Vaughn, the little 5'6 guy, he's not going to steal your carries, buddy. It is all Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard is here to stay. Take him. Dallas fans are high on Deuce Vaughn. He's (laughs) – why? He's like Darren Sproles. They replaced an Ewok with an Oompa Loompa. <laughs> I don't know if one's better than the that other. That was but. just rude, Carrie. That was just rude. <laughs> Trevor, did we agree? Uh we did initially, but uh I flipped some I flipped some names around and we got a new number one on the block, and that's Tony Pollard. Let's just keep talking about him. I got Tony Pollard as not running back number one this year. Why talk about number two when you can talk about number one? <laughs> I originally wrote down Austin Eckler as my number one, but it's the Cowboys running back. They had me thinking a few years ago that DeMarco Murray was one of the best running backs of all time, or was going to be. And it was just that O-line, that ground and pound, and Tony Pollard has got it, dude. He can catch it. He can run. He can break tackles. He hangs onto the ball. He's fast. He can get out in the open. He's hard to tackle. I love it. You guys know how high I am on this Cowboys offense. I had CeeDee Lamb top five in fantasy receivers last week. So go check that out. But, yeah, number one, Tony Pollard. Zach, who you got at number one, baby? Number one, it's got to be Austin Eckler. I think for consistency's sake, he has been the most consistent receiving back in fantasy. Obviously, you have guys like Christian McCaffrey and Saquon Barkley who also do the job very well. Aaron Jones, also another guy that does the job very well and has been consistent. But Austin Eckler, he gets catches, he gets yards, and he gets touchdowns. Uh, Trevor would say it's because he's carrying a quarterback. I would say it's because the offense that he was in was built to get the ball to guys in open space, especially running backs who are talented as Austin Eckler is. Austin Eckler is a very talented receiving back. And I, I think that this... I think that to think that a change at the coordinator position is going to take away arguably one of their best offensive weapons, I think is an asinine take. He might not be quite as explosive as he was early last year, but I think I think he's still going to be very, very good this year in fantasy, and that's why I have him at number one. I, there's almost zero injury risk with him. He has almost never been hurt. Um, uh, so I, I really like Austin Eckler this year. I, was he RB one in fantasy last year? I believe he was. I think so. Yeah. I, I have him repeating. I think that they are going to air the ball out with Justin Herbert, but when you air the ball out that much defense got to play cover three shell. And when the defense plays a cover three shell, you dump the ball and guess who's the dump guy. Justin Herbert guy in the corner. Um, obviously we expect them to throw the ball with Herbert more. Where you where would you put his interception line? I mean, last year he didn't throw that many because they weren't having him throw much. Where'd you put if you had to put an interception line for Justin Herbert right now? Where'd you put it? I think um, betting odds have it at nine and a half. I would put it at ten and a half. Where do you think I end up? Like twelve more? I could. I mean, anywhere from eleven to fourteen. So you're taking right. the over. Yeah, I think a better line is ten and a half. Nine and a half is fun. Okay. My number one, CMC. I know they got all the weapons, but 
It's a Niners team that never lost with CMC in the regular season. That's fantastic because we're not talking about that. We're talking about fantasy football right now, Kerry. He does it all, man. He's the best white boy in the game. Gets like 20 catches, 20 carries. I don't his I forget what his yard his yards per attempt were in San Francisco, but it was insanely good. He's just insane. Um like Eckler, but McCaffrey just more involved, just a better runner than Eckler. True. Um receiving wise, they're pretty similar. But I don't know. I think Chargers can air it out. Eckler, hey. I feel like he's a safer bet. Eckler's another guy that's pretty much stayed healthy the last few years. Yeah. So obviously there's a CMC injury risk, but it's a Niners. We'll see what happens. I love CMC. Let's do it. CMC number one. All right. Interesting. Should we go through our top 15, read them off? Who's your two, Trevor? Uh, Austin Eckler. Eckler. Oh. All righty. Yeah. Run through your 15. At, uh, so at, I'm going to say 16 because, remember, I forgot Jonathan Taylor. And I'm just going to throw Jonathan Taylor in where I feel it fits. Um, at 16, I have Najee Harris. At 15, I have James Conner. At 14, I have James Cook. At, wait, hold on. 16, 15. No. I was confused. 16, 15. Yes. 14, James Cook. Sorry. 13, Joe Mixon. I'm going to put Jonathan Taylor at 12 behind Rashad White. Then Aaron Jones at 10. Bijan Robinson, 9. Josh Jacobs at 8. Tony Pollard, 7. Travis Etienne, 6. Number 5, I got Derrick Henry. Followed by Saquon Barkley, and then my top three, Nick Chubb, Christian McCaffrey, and Austin Eckler as the king of fantasy football at the running back position. There we go. All right, my top 15. 15 down. Rashad, Roddy White, 15. Jameer, Johnny Gibbs at 14. Ramondre, Mondre, Stevenson at 13. Bijan, Wijan, Robinson at 12. Jonathan, Wangdong, Taylor at 11. Josh, Mamoni, Jacobs at 10. Saquon, Beefaroni, Barkley at nine. Damian Quickadick, uh, Pierce at eight. Alexander, Quadison, Madison at seven. Najee, Trashy, Harris at six. Eric, Barry, Henry at five. Nick, Chubby, Wubby at four. Austin, Beckley, Weckley at three. Tony, Donkey, Pollard at two. And Quiston, McCaffrey, McCaffrey at one. <laughs> this is why we don't let t- Gary take shots anymore. Yep. This is why he was banned. But don't worry. The ban is up for regular season. You will get to see a fully drunk carry for about 20 weeks in a row. Life. So make sure not to miss that when the regular season comes back. But here we go. At number 15, I got Beyond Robinson. Number 14, Brees Hall. 13, Joe Mixon. 12, Jameer Gibbs. 11, Aaron Jones. 10, Saquon Barkley. 9, Najee Harris. 8, Travis Etienne. 7, DeAndre Swift. Six, Nick Chubb. Five, Josh Jacobs. Four, Derrick Henry. Three, Christian McCaffrey. Two, Austin Eckler. And number one, the new kid in town. The new number one, Tony Pollard. Wild. Talk about defenses, yeah? Yeah, now we're going to move on to the most exciting... Okay, first off, before I even get into the segment... Don't disrespect kickers. Second most ever kickers. (laughs) Yeah, second most exciting after kickers. But first off, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna let our listeners in on a little secret, okay? Uh, don't get attached to a defense in fantasy football. What you want to do is you want to play matchups. So, for instance, if I don't care if they're the worst defense in the league at some point, if they're going up against the Bucks and Kyle Trask in Week 14, drop whatever defense you have. It does not matter, and take take those guys. Okay, there you go. I do want to say I have always done that strategy, but last season. In one of my leagues, I kept the Patriots, I think, the entire year, and it worked out. I think the Patriots had, like, they had at least – they had a turnover for a touchdown, like, seven or eight games last season in the second half, and it was great. And it worked out for me, but listen to Zach. He's right. That's the best way to take defenses. Yep. Um, do you want to do all, all five? Or... Yeah, let's just go all five. Um Making some last-second changes here. While you're doing that, I'll shave my fat because I brought 10 because I wanted to in- include my Bucks, who I got at number 10. I got the Saints at number 9, the Dolphins at 8, the Patriots at 7, and the, the Eagles. Dolphins at 8? Yeah. That's an awful – dude, what are you doing? <laughs> Why? That is an awful defense. Yeah, it's You'll not see. good. Oh, oh that Ramsey, they're starting like Zach Smith at cornerback. Week one. Let's go, baby. Shut down. I got him so high. And then a big surprise at number six. I know you're a Dolphins fan. That's nuts. You'll see. I get the offense. is not good in that secondary. It will be. That's interesting. Zach, you ready? I was born ready. Uh, In no particular order, but I'm going to say at five. (laughs) And this probably is actually the fifth. Um, this is a homer pick. It's the Jaguars. I think they're good. they're gonna be good on defense this year. This is why the guys never this guy never wins fantasy football. Every okay, year. let's relax. I've literally never missed the playoffs. And I win every year. You do not win every year, Carrie. I won last year. Did you actually? Yep. Oh. I didn't know that. I mean Trevor doesn't even know what it means to make the playoffs, so I love yeah. drafting though. That's my favorite part of the season. <laughs> That's his peak of the season right there. It's because he like... takes the Miami Dolphins in the third round. Miami defense in the third round. They're gonna be great this year. The draft night is my Super Bowl for fantasy. And then sadly. no no particular order. I got the Patriots, Jets, Steelers, Broncos. No Niners. Niners were first one out. I had to make room for my Jaguars. Eagles? I think the Eagles are going to fall off this year. Over the Jaguars. There's a homer pick, ladies and gentlemen. I just I said it straight up. I said this is a homer pick. <laughs> I think true. the Jags' defense is going to be good this year, especially because of their schedule. The schedule is not very good. True. All right, I'll do my five. My homer pick at five. They get a ton of turnovers, a lot of defensive touchdowns. New England Patriots, because their offense can't score. I love their defense this year. It's going to be great. It's the only reason I should even watch them this year is their defense. But Cash I would watch them football like it's the 1980s. He's like, I want to watch a defensive battle. Poor guy. You got <laughs> Patrick four, get the New York Jets. Out here throwing for 500 yards a game, and you're just watching a defense. He's like, battle. let's see, <laughs> let's see six yeah. fumbles, three by each team. I want to, I want to, no, I want a 10 to three final player. score. Um, if, but Patriots, they're going to give it a lot of yards, but they get a ton of turnovers. That's all that matters in fantasy. 
Uh, four get the Jets. They get probably the best defensive line in football. They're going to get a lot of sacks and turnovers like before. And then one, two, three, got the NFC. Dallas Cowboys at three. Michael Parsons, you know, they're going to get a ton of sacks. Diggs and Gilmore, they're going to get a lot of picks. And they're going to score points. Two, I get the Niners. They're probably the best. It's arguable they have the best defense in football. I like You're such a Steelers fan, dude. I feel like the Niners are going to get less turnovers than Dallas. No. Yeah, honestly, any of my one through five are arguable at one at any position. I want, all of them are going to put up big stats. Number one, I got the Philadelphia Eagles. That defense oh, is nasty. Wow. Jalen Carter, preseason, he was about to kill a man. He was, he knocked Pro Bowl lineman Joel Batonio to the ground in practice today. That Eagles defense is nasty. I'm taking them one at fantasy. But as Zach said earlier, I am a week by week matchup guy, and I think that's the best way to play defense. Absolutely. Uh, to continue Wait. my list at number five, are you done? In spite of that, I would say play whoever the Indianapolis Colts are playing this season, as Anthony I agree with Kerry. <laughs> That's why the Jags, honestly, at five is not bad. They play them twice this year. That's they true. also play the Bucks. So And CJ Stroud. And CJ Stroud twice. And they play Bryce Young in that terrible O line. So true. could be nuts this year for the Jaguars. Have like fifty sacks. Erich is gonna cook this year. You're eight. If you went back and listened to this man last year, all he did was complain about Anthony Richardson at Flo- playing for Florida. Why? Last year. Why can't he throw a two-yard pass? Why? Why does it have to be like sailing over the guy's Different head? Different circumstances. He's Different worse than Graham Mertz, and Graham Mertz is awful. No, Graham Mertz is terrible. He's We're gonna horrible. This year. <laughs> no matter what Graham Mertz does this year, there's no way he's getting drafted. Trevor was four. a bigger fan of Kyle Trask at Florida than he was Anthony Richardson, and that is absolutely yeah. 100% true. Anthony Richardson was not good at Florida. And it'll, it's... It was a bad situation. I don't blame him. <laughs> Anyways, at number five, I got the Buffalo Bills. Number okay. four, just like Kerry, I got the J-E-T-S. Number three, the Niners. Number two, I hate to love them, love to hate them. I know a fan of the team that is really sexy. That is the Pittsburgh Steelers at number two. And then at number one, there's just there's going to be one of them in the top of every list, so I had to do it for defenses. I got the Dallas Cowboys at number one. Both of you did not have Philly. I'm very interested. I had Philly at six. Wow. Philly was one of those teams I tossed around in my head. I just don't think they're going to be as good as they were last year. In New England at seven. And that is it for fantasy football talk today. Do you want to go ahead and jump into rapid fire, Kerry? Let's do it, boys and girls. I don't know what that accent was. Yeah, I don't know. I tried it and it didn't work. Will the Jets or Bills have a better Will the Jets or Bills have a better year? The Bills. I think the Jets. I think the Bills. I like the Jets though. I don't. Speaking of that, Hard Knocks coming out now. True. Name a sleeper MVP candidate. Justin Herbert. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> Deshaun Watson. <laughs> Sadly. 
Do you think the NFL could actually give him the MVP award without like? Yeah. Do you think they could? I feel like they would face so much crap for that. Most vulnerable position. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Unless like Mahomes like outlasted him and won a Super Bowl or something. All right, where do you rank two among quarterbacks in the NFL right now? I have seventh and higher than Herbert. Uh, anywhere from seven to fourteen. True or false? Russell Wilson will have a bounce back season. False. He looked god awful in the preseason. I think he's not, really. not good enough to call it a bounce back. Sean Payton's going to eat his words. What NFL team has the best logo? Jacksonville Jaguars, baby. Patriots. I got to go with the Dolphins. God. Their old logo is better. All right. Because we're all very biased. What's your least favorite logo? I do not like the Rams. The Rams new logo is awful. The what? The Rams new logo. I do not like it. Rams new logo. Okay. Um, I hate Carolina's logo. I absolutely hate it. All right, we talked about this a little earlier, but the official question, how many interceptions will Anthony Richardson have this season? I'm going to say 21. I said anywhere from 14 to 16, and he's going to have about that many touchdowns. Passing. I'm going to say eight. Eight interceptions? Yes. What, does he play three games? Eight interceptions. In how many games? He's going to have eight interceptions in the two games against the Jaguars. He plays the full year, I'll throw eight. Eight. He doesn't yes, believe that. He the number between that. seven and you can nine. Tell, you, can tell, you can tell. You can tell. You can tell. Trevor. On, uh, Trevor makes the same yeah. face every time he's bullshitting you. He goes. He. Does, I'm drunk, Zach. He, he does this. Recorded. He does this. He goes. <laughs> I'm drunk, Zach. That's why I'm smiling. And then he goes. Anyway. Also, I wanted to show you guys this. Look what I got. Hope you're ready for the season. So. <laughs> World champions. There we go. What did that say, 19, 1978 or something on there? Because all, all of us Doesn't are matter. Right, man. Doesn't matter. All right, drop a quarterback that you always enjoyed watching play. God, there's um, so many. Um, Michael Vick. I always enjoyed watching Peyton play until his last year. Um, That's it? Okay. I like the Andrew Luck, man. I liked RG3, too. All right, I don't, I don't, I don't remember if Zach liked this one or not. His team's look uniform, but what is the ugliest NFL uniform Bro, ever? Putting the mustache on there is disrespectful. Oh yeah, Zach's need like to bring that. that one back. I love that jersey. Bumblebee's the worst one ever. I don't know. There's some pretty bad AFL jerseys. Bumblebee's like the throwback bad. AFL jerseys are ugly. The one that I think what it was, was it? The... the Broncos one is awful. It's like brown and yellow stripes. Oh yeah, those are bad. There's some bad ones. Who? What do you guys say is the worst like active NFL uniform right now? The worst I think the, active. The Titans is pretty bad. The Bucks old uniform before Brady was awful, but the new ones are better. Yeah, the Jameis ones. Yeah, but I'd say the. I don't like the Titans one. I feel like those are the worst. The worst. Dude, I really don't understand what Honestly, people like. Honestly, the Colts the too basic. Do something else. The Raiders well, are too basic. Both of them are good. I hate both of you. Describe Kirk Cousins in one word. Nice. Money. Kirk. Name a better pass rusher than Nick Bosa right now. Not possible. 
TJ Watt. Miles Garrett and TJ Watt. Not possible. Which quarterback would you rather have for the next five years, Josh Allen or Joe Burrow? Would I I'm rather saying, have? I'd rather have Josh Allen. I'm thinking Josh Allen. Uh, I'll say Josh Allen. I don't really care, though. Pick one of the two, Hey, hey, for the next five years, I got two holes for a reason. Give me both of them. <laughs> I'll take both of them. Yep. Pick one of the prime, Russ or Cam. I got three holes if you want to throw in Jalen Hurts, too. Honestly? If Cam was on that Seahawks team, they were winning at least two Super Bowls. I agree, Carrie. I 100% agree. Cam. Cam. And we all agree. Go, go us. That's a first. Who's your favorite San Francisco 49er player of all time? San Francisco 49er of all time. Alan Rossum. Oh, uh, God. What's that guy's name? Jimmy G, sadly. No. Ew. Uh, What's uh, Navarro Bowman? He was a beast. I love Navarro Bowman. Trigger this fan base in one sentence, the Buffalo Bills. And it's rings? wide right. Zero. The blue moon is getting wider. What? <laughs> the blue moon is getting whiter. I don't understand. I don't get it. <laughs> oh, they only like you know, are good every once in a blue moon and it's starting not to be blue anymore. There's so many options you could have done. And it was just... That made almost no sense. All right. It, what, but it did. What pre-1980s quarterback would have the most success in today's NFL? Like Johnny Unitas, Terry Bradshaw, Roger Starbrack, Frank Targanen, Joe Namath. Bob today's Reese, NFL? Today's NFL. Dead honest, it's probably Frank Targanen. Yeah, because he, he's a good runner. Can you say Steve Young or he wasn't before then? He was in like the 90s. <laughs> 90s. Oh. I don't know. Trevor doesn't know anyone before the 80s. So. Probably Fran Tarkenton <laughs> yeah. today. I feel like Bradshaw and Stavak would have been like so. I, I think Bradshaw is another guy. I don't believe in Stavak. All right. Who's your favorite fullback of all time? Mike Allstott, bro. Yeah. James Devlin. James Devlin. Shout out to BJ Askew. He was fast. All right, 2013 Broncos versus 2022. Leonard Floyd. <laughs> Shut up. 2013 Broncos versus 2020 Chiefs. Who wins the one-game matchup? 20 what? 2013 Broncos. So the one that lost to the Seahawks in the Super Bowl. The 2020 Chiefs, the one that lost to the Bucks. That Broncos offense was probably the best of all time. Think of Broncos. It's the exactly. Chiefs. Easy. I guess the best offense in NFL history. Okay, did you watch that game? The Seahawks had an insane defense. The Chiefs don't. I don't care. They they muffed the snap in the first play of the game. They had Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey, though. I don't know. I might lightly take the Broncos. How many did Manning have that year? Like 48? Something like that. Yeah. 53? 53? That was insane. All right, who was the better safety, Ed Reed or Troy Palomo? Better safety was Ed Reed. It was Ed Reed. They're both equal for me, honestly. That's wild. True false. NFL Red Zone is the greatest invention of all time. True. No. I don't Chipotle. know. Have you ever had mashed potatoes? Yeah, they're not that good. Bro- it's not better than Chipotle. Mashed potatoes is way better than both of those things. I'm thinking Chipotle over mashed potatoes any day of the week. Bro, what about... You- Bro, you put like you could put anything you want in mashed potatoes. It tastes good. 
What? Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right, name, name a random quarterback. Uh, we need testability. Jeff Garcia. Hold on one second. Give me a second. Robin Blood. Marv. Brad Kaya. There you go. They're going to say Stephen Morris. Is <laughs> Jalen Hurts an elite quarterback? Not yet. Jalen Hurts elite quarterback. I'm He's the definition to... of elite. Absolutely. Say... Not yet. Name an NFL player. He's on his way. Weird. Name an NFL player that looked weird playing for a different team. Randy Moss is a Tennessee Titan. I forgot that even happened until I saw that post. I was like, True. whoa. Brady's a buck. Like- Brady's a buck was always weird to me. Yeah, Ocho same Cinco thing with Peyton a as a Bronco was weird. Ocho Brett Cinco Favre is a, is a Jet. There you go. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was weird. Or Brett Favre Viking. was a Viking. That might have been weird. <laughs> yeah, was, no, Brett Favre was a Jet. He just did not. It did not. The white and green. All right, you can steal one player from the Chargers. Who are you taking? Justin Herbert, obviously. One player from the Chargers. Khalil Mack. You can take Bosa over Mack? I'd take Mack over Bosa. Yeah. Bosa sucks. He's the most overrated pass rusher in the NFL. What about your boy, Derwin James? I'm okay at safety right now. We have Andre Sisco. Who's the best Derwin? Who's the best cornerback in the NFL right now? Best corner? Sertan. Yeah, probably Pat. He's saucy. Bro, I can't wait till they start throwing holding flags on him. Oh my god, it's gonna be every play. Who should start for the Texans this year? At quarterback? I think Davis Mills should start at least the beginning of the year. Stroud's not. I actually agree with you. I posted I texted uh I texted the group chat. Davis Mills looked better than C.J. Stroud. He did. Granted, C.J. Stroud was under a lot of pressure. Stroud was under pressure. Like I don't think there was a single play he was out there. He wasn't under pressure. Yeah, but at the same time, it's not like they brought in the starting left tackle and right tackle for Davis Mills. So, no, like the Patriots' second string D line, and I think. I don't know if the I know they were missing a couple starters, but I think they still had a couple starters out there for the Texans. And they did, but if you don't have the left tackle and right tackle, bro, it's a jailbreak. Against the second, the Patriots' second D line. Yeah, that's that's rough. All right, what would Patrick Mahomes' career have looked like if he was drafted by the Bears? I don't think he would have a ring. No, no, without Hill and Kelsey, he'd still be good though. I mean, it would just look a lot. He needed insane defense when he'd be better than Justin Fields. All right, who's the second best kicker in the NFL right now? Daniel Carlson. Second best, probably Carlson. Sadly, it's Evan McPherson. He fell. Who's, who's the better quarterback, Jared Goff or Geno? Jared Goff. Jared Goff. Jared Goff, yeah. Pick a wide receiver duo Dolphins, Eagles, Bengals. Taking Bengals. Dolphins, bro. Bengals. Right, name an NFL player that already peaked. Justin Herbert. Did you hear what Ocho Cinco said about the AFC uh, North receiver, receiving core? He said the Browns have the best receiving core. Amari and more? 
<laughs> yeah, he's, he was like gassing Anthony Schwartz too, and somebody else, Elijah Moore. Is he there? Yeah, yeah. I just said Cooper and Moore. All right, top or bottom trio? Top is Burrow, Chubb, and Hill, Tyreek Hill. Bottom is Josh Allen, Derrick Henry, Justin Jefferson. Josh Allen, Derrick Henry, and Justin Jefferson. Yeah. Is the running back on the top? Nick Chubb. Dude, like, what O line do they have? <laughs> Say they have the Dallas Cowboys O line. Sure. It literally doesn't even matter then. <laughs> Give me the top. I would just love to I see go like, bottom. Go. I go bottom. Um, it's not that close, honestly. All right, last one. Is Mike Tomlin underrated or overrated as a head coach? I think he's underrated. Underrated. He wins. He's properly rated. He's never had a losing season. Yeah, everybody knows what it is. Think about how shitty some of those teams have been, and he's never had a losing season. Pretty good rosters. He had Big Ben. Steelers have always had great defenses. Kerry, do you remember the last two years of Big Ben? We were watching yeah, a fat man literally break down on the field yeah, every down he played. Defense, I understand he had a good defense, but he had an 80-year-old fat boy at quarterback <laughs> his last two years. Underrated. I just think he's had great teams also. He's a great like, Steelers, Steelers, Steelers deep defense in the past 20 years have been nasty every year. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Paul Harrison, TJ Watt. Well, or... Part of that's on the coaching. Is it? Carrie. Uh, Is it? Carrie. Is it? Carrie. Is it? Are you really going to say coaching has nothing to do with how good your defense is? The head coach? As much? When he's a defensive head coach? Yes. Has an effect. I don't think it's that fact when you get Hall of Famers in your defense. I don't know. Wait and see. That's it for Rapid Fire. Get all those questions on Twitter at Beerly Football. Follow us on there to see all these questions before we talk them about them on the show. Anything you guys yeah. want to plug before we head out? Uh, man, Kerry did it before me. Um, like he said, at Beerly Football on Twitter. If you want to check out the bio on that account, it's got myself. Zachary and Carrie's personal Twitter. So definitely interact with us some. Like, no matter what day of the week it is, we'd love to talk ball, talk about just about anything. But, um, yeah, let's, no, let's, the yeah, let's, yeah, let's, let's read a couple of, um, Beerly, uh, Trev Scott's tweets recent, recently, just to see if you want to interact with a guy like Trev Scott. Some of his tweets this week have been it smells like something different every time i get in my car that was a tweet today and, and the comment on that that he cilantro. put cilantro some other comments tweets include life is like basketball i suck at basketball getting pulled True. over by a deep patriot what could possibly go wrong what time was that tweet starting now i'm not kissing any woman that can beat me in chess first what was my comment on that, Carrie? <laughs> like ninety-eight percent of you ladies are still. At least ninety-eight percent of y'all ladies still with a shot. This man down to hell. <laughs> and I'll, I'll leave you guys with one final uh, really Trev Scott tweet. Hopefully, it's never too late to become a beer a beekeeper. That's a fact. Hopefully, so follow him on Twitter for those very rational tweets. Inspirational. <laughs> Some might say inspirational. 
if you wanna if you wanna talk football, I'm always on Twitter at beerlyzach. Uh, I you know just spit straight future predictions, and I'm right a hundred percent of the time. So if you guys wanna know what happens before it happens, make sure you follow me, Zach Stradamus, at beerlyzach on Twitter. And I believe that is all we have for tonight's show. Thank you, everyone, for watching if you're with us here on YouTube and for listening if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, anywhere you can find your podcast. We do appreciate it. We will see you guys next week where we will be discussing what? Quarterbacks and tight ends. Quarterbacks and tight ends. Big, big episode. I finally anticipated All right, we will see you guys next week. You guys have a good one.